And welcome back to season 4, episode 6 on Reclaiming Filipino Identity, where I share stories of Filipinos in Hawaii. And today's podcast, I had the pleasure of inviting Tyler on this podcast and a little brief introduction about who today's podcast guest is. Tyler is a musician a local musician to be specific on Oahu and he is someone that is very outgoing and he just has a lot of creativity especially when it comes to sharing his music sharing his art to the rest of the world Uh, one thing that can I describe when I first met Tyler is he he always smiles and you never see him like frown and with that with that to also add on he's very free-spirited and he lives to learn and loves to live so as always um this podcast again is a little capture about his filipino experience and just a reflection about what does it truly mean to live in Hawaii, especially as a Filipino? And because he did share on the podcast that he originally was from the Bay Area and moving from the Bay to Hawaii is a very, um, a really different and a, a little bit of a culture shock. But as always, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode and. But I just want to like acknowledge and say thanks for um, saying yes to being interviewed for um, our podcast, especially because um, it's been a while and I thought of inviting you to be featured on our podcast because you are a Filipino-American who um, is a Filipino creative uh, musician. And I just wanted to get to know you in in terms of um, how it was it like growing up as a filipino especially in hawaii because uh, being filipino in hawaii is so rich and it's so unique and there's so much like there's so much things about being filipino hawaii that we don't really get to know about or hear about Mm -hmm. well first thank you for inviting me it's nice to um it's nice to be here. It's nice to see you doing these things, Chachi. <laughs> um, well, co- yeah, coming up in Hawaii, being Filipino-American, I had a good upbringing. It's very unique, especially in Hawaii, because it's like a, it is like a, a big melting pot, like everywhere, like everywhere else. But I feel like I had a good upbringing, and so it's very family-oriented here, so... I can confidently say my my family's always supported me. Even when like my decisions are not based on their understanding of success, they've always kind of had that sense of understanding and tried to understand things the way I saw them and vice versa. So it's always unconditional love here. So. Yes, definitely. And as always, um, just wanted to ask, and for the rest of the listeners out there, Tyler, um, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Uh, what do you do, your gender pronoun, and 
Uh, and if you can describe yourself in an object, uh, what <laughs> would it be and why? <laughs> oh, sorry. If you could. Yes. Okay. So, for the sake of our listeners out there, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, your gender pronoun, and if you could describe yourself in a Filipino dish, what would it be and why? Oh. Okay, um, well, let's start with the dish. Uh, I would say halo halo. <laughs> I know that's not a dish, it's a dessert, but I mean, it's sweet and yeah. it's, you cannot go yeah. wrong with it. So I'm just going to go halo halo. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah um, I am an artist in Hawaii, from Hawaii. I play guitar. Started with piano, typical, um, forced into lessons. Even though my mom is very young, she still followed that unspoken rule of having your child go through <laughs> lessons they don't want to go through I guess you could say but I'm glad I've had that and so yeah music is my life music is my full time unfortunately with the pandemic uh, a lot of my gigs got cancelled but I have been blessed with the opportunities to actually take a step back from that scene of music and get back into um just making original stuff and working with like my friends that I've made along the way. So that's been exciting. There's a lot of stuff I have coming out soon. So yeah. And then is that it? Filipino dish and about myself. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yes. Nice. It's so funny when you, um, what dish you would describe yourself when you said hollow hollow. And I think that's really, I, I think, I think I I do see you as a hollow hollow because uh, you're very you're very mixed your personality is very mixed and the way you are with everyone I think that's a really touchy <laughs> hey and I don't I don't think I asked this but do you consider yourself as a first gen one point five second third or fourth or and further on generation say I think I'm a third generation. Third generation, yeah. Third generation, in a sense, you're um, you're you're both of your parents grew up in here, grew up in Hawaii, and your grandparents um, immigrated here. Okay, yeah, definitely. Uh, my grandma. Okay. Well, my mom was my mom was actually born in the Philippines, but she came here at a young age. So, yeah, and then my dad was born here. So, yeah, I just say third generation. Yeah, third. Yeah, third generation. Yeah. So to start, and I think perfect timing is growing up as a Filipino and in being born in in Hawaii. How was your upbringing like with with your Filipino household? Um, well, yeah, like like I said earlier, it was, it's it's always been love, and that's what I love about, especially in Hawaii. I hope it's like that everywhere else. But um, just just having a family that understands differences. Chachi, are you gone? Are you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I just needed myself um, to allow you okay, to speak. Okay. Yeah, so just having a good support system with my family on both sides, on my mom's side and my dad's side. Mostly my mom's side. I give a lot of credit to my mom because she's the main one who raised me. But aside from that, everything is family-based. I can't complain. 
And um, growing up, and I know you mentioned this, like how you're very, if you you have a very family oriented, um, very supportive household. Uh, deep inside, growing up, have you personally struggled with embracing your Filipino identity in in a sense where um, you didn't really open up like that you're Filipino. You kind of like you just say that you're an American, like you never acknowledge oh, your no, Filipino. I think I always, I was always taught to not be ashamed for no reason. Like, like, my, like, my dad just taught me a lot of like useful lessons when I was younger, before my parents split. But like, a lot of those was always, uh, you know, not be ashamed when you have nothing to be ashamed about. Like, be ashamed if you're stealing something. Don't be ashamed about what you are. And so I don't think I've ever struggled with that. Well, I think what I, what I probably lack in though is is the culture like being fully filipino culture but it's not like um i don't really see that as a downfall because i am born in america mm-hmm. but yeah definitely i i've never felt like you know hard about coming or telling people what i am and luckily i've been and- surrounded like surrounded with like you know people that are like minded like that i guess you could say mm-hmm. Because I was born in Hawaii, but I actually moved to the Bay Area when I was in the first grade, at the end of the first grade year. So I was I was brought up there, too, and there's, like, a lot of different cultures there, too. So I think I was proud to know, you know, that I was what I was. <laughs> that yeah. I am Filipino. And everywhere you go, there's a lot of Filipinos, especially in the Bay Area. There's a... a, there's a a really strong Filipino community out there. Definitely, definitely. And I think then I think to I guess go further on with the discussion is how do how do you see yourself with your culture identity from before and now? Wow, my answer is almost like what I describe myself as a Filipino dish, but I, it basically like <laughs> it's weird. I see myself as like a smoothie. <laughs> because my family is very mixed on both sides like it's almost like uh, how do I explain it? well basically like my family my great-grandfather and my great-grandmother were um, Italian Filipino and Chinese Filipino and a bunch of Spanish of course but like and then my dad's side is like Filipino and Hawaiian so being mixed with that, I can say that the cultures are strong because, like, I hold pride in both of them because they're both, organ, mm-hmm. you know, support each other, which I'm sure every other culture is, but, like, I hold the pride in that. Mm-hmm. And so being that I'm not oblivious to the practices of cultures from both sides of my family, I'm, you know, it's, it, it um, what you call, cultivated me into being mm-hmm. who I am. And so, like... Yeah, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, I mean, the only thing I feel like I might struggle with is really being one with, or like, knowing everything about both cultures. Kind of deter, because like, my great, great, my grandpa came from um, the Philippines, and then he joined the Navy, and then his whole thing with raising his family was everything has to be American. So by the time it got to me, they didn't even teach me how to speak Ilocano. So I was, I was kind of upset about that. And I was like, how come you guys just didn't teach me? <laughs> but yeah, other than that, um, 
I feel like I see myself in a good way, my culture, and I hope I can learn more and do more. I think that's really a great and great thing that you bring up, like the different um, ethnic background from both of your dad's side and mom's side. And like in the beginning of the episode, when I when I had you describe yourself as a Filipino dish, and the first thing you said was "halo halo," I think. I think yeah, it, it really does um like come to play because of you having um being Filipino, Hawaiian in your dad's side and then grand- your mom's side as Spanish, Italian. Uh we are like intertwined with many different ethnic backgrounds, like how we see ourselves and how we like identify ourselves to be that culture is like so solely on what we are what we found passion in and I think for you, Tyler, is through music, and I think that's a really, really great way to tie things tie things in. Mm-hmm. I guess to bring bring it bring another point is that through music, especially because that is your life and that's what you what you find love. Have you ever like tried to, um, in a way, embed your embed your some of your culture into your music, like? Um, dang, that's a hard one. I mean, music already <laughs> itself is every culture put together, I, I want to say. Like, every mm-hmm. culture has some style of music. And I feel like by now, there's a lot of things, instruments, you know, the way everything is written and everything is, like, arranged where you can sense, I guess, different cultures, different styles of music. So can't really say that I've um, incorporated it in my music since most of the time I'm just like playing gigs and just like doing covers and stuff but uh, I've definitely tried to learn Filipino songs. Maybe that's not a that's a good maybe another question to bring up is like it's how like what your influence has especially have you ever been influenced within your, within each different cultures to be your um finding your own style especially um coming up with like more originals especially now like during this pandemic um not have not having like that opportunity to like be more out with out into having gigs and stuff and you mentioned how now it brings you more time to kind of find yourself and find your style of music and do you think like the many different ethnic backgrounds that you have kind of influence you to just find your own like rhythm your style and... oh, okay yeah yeah definitely um yeah i don't know i can't really say that i have well i do have kind of a favorite genre but just like i'm inspired by everything i take inspiration from everything mm. in my life every experience whether it be good or bad and you know because like you can learn from you learn you there's opportunities to learn in everything you do in every situation you're in so i think i've i was taught that so like i live by that and so i think yeah i mean i'm inspired by everything so i will say yes <laughs> i um not to get ahead there but is there a song that you're currently writing right now that you think it's 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 through the inspiration with what's happening around you. Oh yeah, definitely all the time. 
I get in when I'm just picking up my guitar to just play something. It's definitely always 99% of the time, 100% of the time, or actually 100% of the time, you know, everything that's going on in the world will have an effect on what I make. And if I have to ask you this question, Tyler, what does it mean for you to reclaim your own Filipinx, Filipino identity? Uh, how would you answer that question? Uh, so for me, reclaiming my Filipino identity is to just like dig deeper and take every opportunity that I have to learn um, like where my people come from as far back as I can go. Like even before people that I know in my family, just to find more respect and gain more perspective on all of that. And I think to highlight, to highlight and emphasize what you just said, Tyler, especially, um, especially because you are, uh, you're a mix of different culture, different ethnic background out there. Uh, there's so much about like just looking back and where we came from that really helps us identify who we are and especially um, gives us that inspiration to kind of cultivate like ideas in, into what we're passionate for and to you it's music and there is a lot of different influences when it comes to music and I feel like um, once we can like once we like continue like to dig deeper like get to know our ancestors our roots or our past like we kind of like find that authenticness within us definitely I think like with anything connecting to the roots of it is always the way to go in order to really understand it like uh like like our faith like with church and with god mm -hmm. same thing like you know you always have to stay connected to your roots uh even though you're not like strong in certain points you're still connected and that's the most important part it's just mm -hmm. you know being connected so for sure getting in touch with your roots and staying connected to that definitely and and i think like that's the i guess it's another beauty thing about our like our filipino culture itself is especially how we're very um we were kind of colonized in a way through religion and it's through being um catholic uh because we're both catholics and it's um the idea that it kind of the foundation of it makes us um kind of intertwined with what we go through in life mm -hmm. so to transition along with that and in 10 years for me the way i am and the way i think about things is like you know i don't know what the future holds for me but i look forward to every experience within that time and as long as i live in a you know like i keep up with like a positive attitude i feel like in 10 years i'll be exactly where I need to be. I've crossed paths with so many different people with different passions who like inspire me in huge ways. And so like, yeah, while I don't know where I'll be in 10 years, I know I'll have lived those years well and I'll be exactly where I need to be. <laughs> mm -hmm. 10 years is a lot to think of. It's just like 
That is a lot can the happen biggest, in a year. <laughs> a lot can happen. A lot can change in a, in ten yeah. years. Like look what happened this year. A lot happened. It's just one. Mm-hmm. It's just twenty twenty. <laughs> so now, if you were, especially as a musician, if you were given the opportunity to give a speech, um, for example, you won a Grammy. What would you give advice to the next generation, especially for those who don't really see, don't feel proud in who they are as a Filipino or having Filipino in their blood hmm. along those lines? Because in our Filipino culture, music is not really seen as a successful thing. And many of our parents mm-hmm. kind of... Yeah. Uh, want us to go into the medical field and stuff but this this kid this young filipino kid who really wants to aspire to be a filipino creative they're not able to because their parents kind of push them to go into something more practical like how would you kind of give that okay. advice so, to those generation um, uh, no i guess no matter what culture you come from mm-hmm. i would encourage Anybody with a passion and just basically everybody I come into contact with, whether it be in front of a large audience or just, you know, in a small room, just to, like, be yourself. I know that's easier said than done, but, like, try to drill it into, like, your daily practice so that, you know, it'll it'll help you follow your heart. And that's, like, the main thing, just like how we talked about roots, just, like, your heart is your root of who you are. So take control of that and learn that you have full control and power over what your heart wants so that you never have to worry about thinking anyone has the power to silence you because they don't and they never will. The only thing I can say to that is like that's that's really powerful and I feel like even now, I think, I know it's getting better now, like many, many, a lot of youth is learning to have that bahala ako sa buhay ko. I'm, I, or in Filipino, in English, it means like I am in control of my life and whatever happens is how I will kind of go on and through this, the act mm-hmm. of perseverance. So yeah, that's a really well-spoken what you just said. Yeah. Oh, and then to add to that real quick, um, follow your heart, but don't forget to have respect mm-hmm. also for everybody around you, no matter if they see you eye to eye or not. It's just like if you have respect for everybody, you have respect for everything, you respect that your ideas are your ideas and somebody else mm-hmm. might have something different, then I feel like it'll make things, I won't say easier, mm-hmm. but... Personally, it'll make, I feel like it'll make you a uh, more grown person, a better grown person. I don't know how to explain mm. <laughs> No worries. And I think that really tight, that, that really keys into everything um, and everything that we do. And you just have to be a little respectful and um, keep to mind of how, how things are, uh, how things are and how people are. Mm-hmm. And going and then turning it the tables around you if you could um say if you could kind of go back to when you were 
12 years old, how would you say that, would you give the same advice to your 12-year-old self? Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Um, I don't even would you like to elaborate? <laughs> um, I think I was back in Hawaii already. If it was personal one-on-one with me and myself, I just, you know, feel like I would say less because I feel like myself, my younger self will kind of already understand. Mm-hmm. Especially if you see yourself, <laughs> like say you're like 12 and your 30-year-old self comes back to see you and it's just like, oh, well, if you're 30 already, you must be doing something good. <laughs> so yeah, definitely one-to-one, I just be positive with myself and just tell myself, um, you know, stay happy. <laughs> it's not always gonna be great, but you just gotta live through it and get through it and grow. And because I really wanna continue like getting to know a little bit more of you, is there a Filipino artist that inspired you in your um, life? Hmm. Pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I can't really think of, um, there's so many, that's why. I've learned to come across so many different artists, but uh, musically, there's a lot of cool people. There's this one, I remember me, I forget what year it was, and I forget the name of the event, but I think it was like a Filipino event that I did with my best friend, um, Don. Ah, I forgot the title of the name, that event, but there's this guy, he played, I don't know exactly the name of the ancient cool i know his name is or his stage name is Coolintronica or something like that oh but it's like a dang it's like a percussive Coolintronica. yeah that guy you know oh the Coolintang edm is it edm now i don't know that's bad um badass but <laughs> i don't know if i <laughs> say that on here but just like seeing that and then think like everybody else you know AJ Raphael all our Filipino people on YouTube Cape on Doc mm-hmm. Jeff Bernat I think there's so many mm-hmm. like I'm missing some. but yeah at a young age for sure people in the YouTube scene mm-hmm. and one day maybe the next week from now you'll be as big as them as well as a filipino american or a filipino american mix artist um and it, you don't have to be like really big big but big in in a sense um making an impact to someone Definitely. especially with with the things that you do and the things that uh, you aspire to be definitely that's what it's all about just when you have something you love you just do it to do it mm-hmm. no matter where it goes if it goes to a big stage or not if you love it do it (laughs) definitely and i guess to kind of wrap things up is i just want to say to think that thank you for uh just being here and just allowing me to get to know a little bit about your narrative and your experience and just how much music truly does have impacted you and how through music you want to continue to give give back to to those around you 
Definitely, definitely. Thank you for having me. Thank you for um, these questions. <laughs> I haven't really, <laughs> really had the opportunity to go into myself and really think about these things. Mm -hmm. So it's a nice. It was nice to nice to talk about things. <laughs> yes, and just to end it in a little like funner note is, what is your favorite Filipino dish growing up? And what is your favorite Filipino phrase that you have learned? Uh, food, Filipino dish. I like pinakbut a lot. There's a lot. There's a bunch of other dishes that I, I have different names for. Like I learned that when I, as I got old, like maybe when I was like, oh. like a lot of the Ilocano dishes have a different name in Tagalog that I don't know. So, I'll just say mm. pinakbut. <laughs> That is an Ilocano dish, Pinakbet. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> is there a Tagalog version of that or no? A Tagalog version for Pinakbet? Uh, it's just Pinakbet. Okay, it's the same? Okay, well, yeah. It's there's the same. Like, there's like these other weird dishes that's why it's like, I don't know how to... Yeah, they... <laughs> some of them, some of them. Yeah. And, and then, then... Uh, my favorite Filipino word... Um, dang, well, what I learned within like the last two years was dahilan did i say that correctly yes yeah because my girlfriend actually um forced me to watch a filipino movie with her and it was called, <laughs> it was called the dahilist boy oh that i never heard of that but i'll i'm gonna stick yeah it was a good it was a good it was a good movie i really liked it and then i, I after that i watched like a whole bunch of there but yeah i think dahilan is just because of its I don't know like, its exact meaning, but I know it has to do with like a reason or your purpose. So yeah. Yes, and yeah, and I that's that's a great way to like end this episode because through learning about you, there's a purpose and there's a reason with all the things that have happened in our life. Definitely. My dahil, and I guess uh, one quick kind of to tie everything is is my dahilan my wait Filipino ako sapat ng dahilan yung para mahalin ko ang Pilipinas so that means I am Filipino this despite wait uh, I'm not I'm not Tagalog but um, I can just say that it means I'm Filipino despite everything that i've found i still learn i still yearn to love my home country philippines some somewhere along those lines yeah but nice. my dahilan ang lahat ang nangyayari sa buhay natin that makes us stronger i, I just did tanglish that's just tanglish um, <laughs> I'm just like, damn, wish I could do that. Like, I, I can pick out words, but <laughs> I don't know every little, every single word that you're saying. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. And I think there, there's no early or late time to learn language. Um, it's just, you can learn whenever you like. And what yeah. I just did, I just did Tanglish. So that's Tagalog and English. So <laughs> a lot of people do that now, um, especially in the Philippines. Um, if they can't speak full on Tagalog, they'll just fix it with English, mm -hmm. and that's called Taglish. Yeah. 
And I think one thing I can give as a resource is, um, is there's this podcast called Go Tagalog, and they have um, episodes where you can just learn the conjugation of uh, how to how to say the different Tagalog structures. And I think that's just one way to learning. And since you did say that you are Ilocano. There is lip, there's not as much resources out there, but I do have a page on Instagram called Agada Ilocano where we just write, uh, we post Ilocano phrases and words, and you can learn tidbits of Ilocano from there. So, yeah, thank you, Tyler, for this opportunity. And now you have the time to give a little shout out to anyone around you. Uh, anything and also to promote any new things that's been happening with you and we can post this on a podcast and instagram as well. well shout out to everybody listening to this thank you for taking the time out of your day i hope you guys are having um i hope you guys are getting through whatever you need to get through shout out to my friends my family that might be listening um I don't really know what to promote. <laughs> I, have a lot of, I have a lot of music I've been working on with other people, so I guess I could promote that. Um, if you link my Instagram, I think you have. I think you you have my stuff for all of that. But yeah, there's a, there's a, a typical link in my bio. I have a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, I will shout out um, Megan Ramones. She just came out with her um, revival collection. Go check that out. Dope. I already ordered a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> Support local. Yes. And I think today's the oh yeah tomorrow's the last day I think to buy stuff and every um, purchase goes towards the mental illness awareness or something like that. And with that said, thank you guys for listening to Season 4, Episode 6 on Reclaiming Filipinx Identity. This podcast narrative was a little bit shorter than usual, and that's alright, because I will be providing a Q&A live stream sometime this week or next week. And you have the opportunity to ask Tyler a question, and we'll be on live stream on IGTV. And so, if you have any question, just drop it down below on our IG, which is Reclaiming Filipinx Identity. We will be putting it up as soon as possible. And as always, thank you guys for listening. And please share our podcast to your friends and family. And let us know if there's a story that resonates with you. Because you would love to know. And I would love to know if any, any story resonated with you. Because I felt like many of the stories that I capture um, has a lot of impact on many listeners out there so yeah more information can be found on our description box below so thank you